Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The reality is the storm isn't even over yet. It's still hitting Cape Breton very hard right now. The, uh, the, the tail end of the hurricane is, uh, or, or post-tropical storm, Fiona, is hitting them. So it, it, will take, uh, it will take a few days to get damage assessments, that's for sure. Nova Scotia Emergency Management Minister John Lohr, and that obviously was from yesterday when Fiona was hitting uh, Cape Breton and hit Cape Breton very, very hard, and particularly... Cape Breton Regional Municipality has declared a state of emergency over the impact of Fiona. And from what we understand, the mayor has said, this is a state of emergency that will stay in place for some seven days. Gordon MacDonald is District 1 Council Member of the Cape Breton Regional Municipality. Gord is in, uh, in Sydney. Gordon, thank you very much uh, for taking the time to join us today. How badly is your community damaged? Hi, Roy, and uh, thanks for asking us to come on and talk about that. Um, well, um, it's, 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 we're pretty battered down here on Cape Breton Island um, here in the CBRM. Where, um, we have approximately 70 roads that were blocked as of this morning. Um, power lines, uh, rows of power poles are down. Um, there's major uh, electrical infrastructure that has been down. Um, it's just fortunate that I'm able to be able to connect with you as right after we spoke earlier today, uh, we lost all of our, our services again. Um, so we got a pretty unstable network. Um, yeah, so things have been very tried and tested over the last day and a half. And, uh, you know, fortunately some of the work crews are out, uh, working on trying to get some of the systems up and running now. Uh, shared with us, please, Gordon, what it was like. Um, and you're not unfamiliar in uh, in Cape, on, uh, Cape Breton on the uh, the the storms that come in and come in very hard and very fast. Uh, what was this one like? This one was very eerie, Roy. Uh, it had a very odd feel to it. It, it came in. Uh, the air was very still as it entered in. Uh, you could feel it for hours. And then when it, it kind of picked up slow, and then before you know it, by the time the winds and the rain started picking up, uh, there was trees being uprooted. Uh, there was things blowing around. Uh, it, it 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 was it was blinding. Um, I I have a fairly fair sized yard here in the area, which I was out checking things out during some of the the storm, and uh, it it was raging. It's probably one of the Worst storms I've experienced in my lifetime, and you know the, the, the water, the ocean um, was the, it was the waves were coming across the some of the shorelines, some of the roads. Uh, it, it, it was the, the impact and the power of that storm was uh, somewhat impressive. 
to say the least. You know, uh, when we spoke earlier with the uh, the uh, town manager at uh, Port of Basque in Newfoundland, she was telling us that in a matter of seconds, a matter of seconds, houses were ripped off their foundations. A two-story apartment building was ripped off its foundations. Houses found themselves uh, hurled into the ocean, and it was a 40- to 50-foot wave that just crested in and just took everything down. And, and when, when you think of that kind of raw power coming off the sea, it's just it's terrifying. You must have felt some of that as, as well in your community. Like, what, what next? Well, what, <laughs> what next? Well, you know, when you're, when you're experiencing that high amount of wind and, and the amount of rain that was coming in with that, and, you know, you've got trees bending somewhat at a 45 or more degree angle, wow. some of them touching the ground, and then you see what the surf is doing and the power of the ocean and what, <laughs> you know, to add to that, uh, what is going to happen to the houses along the shores? And, I mean, we're an island. we got lots of shores and we got lots of roads and and the roads that run along our shorelines. So uh, uh, I understand down in their, in their western community, on the west side of the island, uh, a lot of those shorelines have been, roadways have been uh, affected, and there's uh, bridges are out down there. And, you know, it, it's, the ocean is a powerful beast, and, you know, uh, Fiona certainly curled up some of the, some of the toughest parts of that, that situation the other day. How much housing have you lost? How many people are without homes? So right now, I believe uh, what we understand, uh, there's approximately 120 people that are um, in shelters at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of people still living within their own places. Uh, the roofs are torn, torn off. They're trying to cover them up. Uh, I was down to see a, a, one of our veterans, a senior, this afternoon. Him and his wife um, were in a situation. There's and I, I don't know how their house is not crushed. There's six trees laying across the top of the house oh, right my. now. Um, and I mean massive trees. These are 60-foot monsters. Um, oh, and, and all that's holding them up is the, the roots that are still attached to the ground. Um, how they didn't get any damn, anything. Like, if, if that had a crash through, they would never survive that. Um and and those people don't want to leave their homes. He's he's a veteran. He served, and you know he's he's not a young guy. And uh, so yeah, so we're trying to get our hopefully our emergency services to be able to step up and to be able to you know help in these situations. Uh, speaking earlier to the mayor, um, we have uh, our reserves and our military are, are ready to come in and help uh, in in some of these situations as well. So. You know, um, we got all of our resources putting to, going together, and, you know, we're just hoping for the best. And you have a seven-day state of emergency. It's going to take that at least to, to get everything everything opened up and to be able to make sure that residents are safe at least. Um, we have to allow the time for our emergency services and Nova Scotia Power to get in here to be able to uh, get the power back and you know, it's, I think it's in the best interest of our, of our uh, emergency services people and the residents to keep that in place for seven days. Yeah. And fortunately, we were able to have that meeting early during, early in the morning uh, during Fiona's worst conditions because then we lost all communications uh, for the rest of the day after that. So I, at least we had our emergency measures uh, situation in control. 
Yeah. Gordon, do you have anything uh, that you want to share with uh, listeners who are from uh, Nova Scotia, from Cape Breton, from the Sydney area and listening in in different parts of this country, uh, listening to us? They live in other parts of the country now, but their hearts are still uh, back home uh, in Atlantic Canada. Well, you know, any of anybody that comes from Nova Scotia and then to refer to themselves as a blue announcer, as our premier said today, we're, we're uh, resilient people. Um, we look after our neighbors, uh, or one of our neighbors that are in trouble, we're in trouble. Um, that's one of the things that we we're proud of doing and especially here on Cape Breton Island and, and, you know, certainly in my district. So, you know, I see people today out, uh, with chainsaws, uh, opening up streets. I see the people helping people, uh, helping get trees off of their cars, uh, helping people get branches out of their, off their homes, um, you know, bringing ladders, bringing generators. I had a family of four just tell, call me and tell me, oh, Gordon, my neighbor uh, was, gave me a brand-new generator. Uh, anybody you know that needs some help, uh, send them down. And, you know, so that's what we got going on. And, you know, we got lots of volunteers uh, running our comfort centers. So, you know, if you're a blue noser out there from anywhere in the country, whether it's in D.C. or Labrador, um, you know, we're resilient and we're definitely going to be looking after each other. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 